Welcome to another edition of the Online Health Business Podcast for PTs who are trying to grow from zero to 5K per month online. And this episode is called Why Your Gym Don't Love You, all right? But wait, I know the title sounds a bit confusing. So if you're somebody who loves face-to-face interaction with your clients, you love being on the field, you know, in the gym helping people, but you're just underpaid, you're not being compensated well for your time, but you're being told by maybe your gym manager or whoever that you should, it's because you're not there enough, you're going to want to listen to this because I know your frustration. I've been there and we're going to help you unravel what's really happening. So first things first, we're not saying that the gym is, is dead, that you can't make money in the gym, that you need to run away from me and, and go fully online. So I just wanted to clarify that, right? We're not saying that it's dead, right? No. <laughs> gym ain't dead, man. There's still money to be made on the gym. There's still money. Hybrid programs, whatever you want to do. Yeah. But you, you do need to be very honest with yourself as a PT, as somebody running a business. If it's not compensating you correctly, if you're, you know, got, get just barely getting through the months and you're getting drop-offs here and then drop-offs there, so it's not really paying off, then something is wrong and you do need to improve something. And... Um, it's your passion, we know that, but we don't want your passion to become your poison, all right? Something, and I know, look, I'm I started in the same position, I got into fitness because I wanted to help people, right? You know, I've always been to fitness myself, training, kept quite fit, and, you know, got into it because I thought, you know, I can really help people here and make money for it. It's a passion, but we don't want it to become our poison to where we're in this gym floor, we're stuck on it. You know, so yeah, we're gonna dive into a few reasons to to kind of open your mind to why the gym may be a bit dead, and then not dead, sorry, but a bit, you know, blocking you, and you're not getting the most out of it. And then we're gonna go into um, some ways that we can start to fix that. Um, anything before we jump on, Jav? You wanted to touch on those parts? No, we're gonna break it all down. So let's just go straight in, man. All right, cool. So what we're gonna do first, we're gonna present you with three reasons to let you know why the gym structure and how, how things are going isn't probably working for you. And the first reason is the rent structure. Let's think about the whole rent structure of gyms across the country. A lot of them, I'll talk a little bit about mine, what I went through. So I started off working for the gym and basically paying out of every hour that I did for a client. That's crazy. Every <laughs> hour? Every, every hour. So every hour, so basically I was being paid commission... for my sessions. That's mad. Yeah, that is mad. 100% getting in for my sessions. So let's say that the person's actually paying the gym £25. I might make £12.50. Okay. Yeah, that's a scam, bro. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then the more sessions I do, as I get to more clients, I get a bit bigger a piece of the Oh, so it's like a ladder model. It's a ladder model. Okay. I don't like ladder model, you know. Out of all the gym options, the ladder model is probably the one I like the least. Oh, I didn't like it either. It incentivizes you to work harder, but in a sense, it's like it doesn't because then you make more money, they make more money anyway. So, bro, it it said that's the what you said, you you nailed it. So, I worked my butt off, all right? I won't talk about the tribulations of that. Some of you, most of you know about this, but I worked my butt off and I got to a good place of like 30, 40 clients as you do when you're working hard, right? Or 40 hours, whichever one it was at the time. And yeah, like I was being paid peanuts. (laughs) Peanuts. And then by the time, you know, it came to leave and and do rent for myself, when I said, you know, I'm going to pay rent, it was 500 pounds, but I'm just going to do this now, right? Um, You know, I'd kind of been worn out a bit. 
you know, kind of, you know, my energy burnt out. So, so that's, that's one gym structure, a rent structure in the gym. And I have things all the time. You're in London, it's good, there's good clientele there, but they're charging you £1,000 upwards. Yeah. You know, maybe t- tell them something. What was your sort of... Well, structure? I was training in... I was working in the gym. So the gym have a similar structure like, to, like, Pure Gym, where you do 12 hours. So you have to mm. work for free, basically. Mm. So for me, I think that, like... I think as a coach, and it's funny that we're talking about this because I spoke to like three or four different coaches this week who have told me this story where it's like, if you are doing hours on the gym floor and you're not getting clients, they're going to tell you to be on the gym floor even more. more. But you're already on the gym floor for 12 hours a week, right? So you're doing four-hour shifts. So they want you to basically be in there for like 30 hours a week, making no money, working for free. For free. For Remember, free, there ain't yeah. no bread coming in when you're doing that. Yeah. Obviously, you're there to try and generate leads and get clients and deal, you know, teach classes and whatever it may be. But yeah, man, I worked 12 hours. And you know what though? Like for me, I was lucky because I knew how to use my 12 hours and I had a good gym manager. Mm. My gym manager was one of those managers that would let me PT on shift. Mm. But 99% of gym managers ain't doing that. No way. My manager was just cool. She was just like, look, like, you can PT on shift. Just make sure that if there's any traffic at the door, you let people in. If you need to clean the machine real quick, go do that. So, but the reality is, especially with the conversations I'm having with people, is that's not, gym managers aren't doing that. That's quite a rare thing. So I got lucky. Um, But I, I think that model's good if you know how to, if you've got a good personality and you know what to do, innit? Because if you don't know what to do, you're just on the gym floor, walking around, hi, cleaning machines, teaching a class or two, but you don't even know how to monetize the classes, you know? And then if you've got a, if you've got a a very shy or a a personality where you're- Introverted. Yeah, then it's not for you because you're not going to generate the the leads you need. And even if you're posting online or if you've tried posting and thinking, oh, if I post, it's going to get leads. It's not. That's not the only way to get leads, especially if you're in person. So yeah, man, that's one structure. There's loads, there's loads. And like I said, with the, um, I've seen it with the London model, because you think about it with the amount that people are probably willing to pay in London, a lot of PTs should be well off, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it always seems to be a disconnect. Why? Yeah. Because you're kind of stuck in that loop of paying the gym a lot of money. And then there's always, you know, we don't even know the deep dives. And maybe we, we will get some people from different gym structures to come on and explain what they're paying, how they're kind of dealing with it. But one thing I'm going to say as well, because I'm going to start to bring some of the solutions into these reasons why the gym's not loving you right now. The reason why the, for example, working for 12 hours and trying to get clients all the time by staying in the gym all the time isn't great is because people actually like it when you're a bit exclusive. Mm. They, they like that exclusivity to where they don't see you all the time, you look busy, you look like you've, you've always got things to do. So if you're just there cleaning machines, trying to have a little conversation every minute, you get a bit tired and they, you yeah. know, people get a bit like, you know, standoffish. They don't even want to entertain it anymore. They've seen you too much. So it devalues you a little bit. Yeah, and imagine if you're on a gym floor, you're hunting for clients every time you're there. Every time you're there. Every time you're there. It's like you go out to you go out for a drink. If you're the guy that's always on this one girl all the time, that's not how you're gonna get her, bro. Like gotta come up. Yeah, you're gonna scare them off. 100%. So and it, but you know what though? I don't think the gyms are very helpful. No, they're like not. the staff in the gyms are not very helpful. Cause like they will say some stuff like, oh, you know, you need to be here more. That's not advice to generate leads. No, or they'll say, oh, you should do more free taster sessions. 
Now, you know what I think about doing stuff for free, yeah, but... Yeah, like, yeah, we're going to get to that. We're that's get not going to gonna get you more <laughs> clients. The best thing they can do for you is maybe say, oh, we'll give you an extra gym class. And mm. if you know how to use the gym classes, then yes, you can probably generate some leads from there. But, like, the gyms are not very helpful, in, in my opinion, anyway. No, they're not. They're not. So that's, the, that's just rent structure. That's one thing. And, you know, we're passionate about you people as PTs because we, we were you, all right? So I feel that when you jump into this industry, a lot of people young, some people older, you've got families to feed just like everybody else. And for them to just take a, you know, this big standard rent, regardless of if they're hitting their quotas, if they're getting enough new people through the door, right, they're still charging you that standard rate and giving a lot, you know, little help whenever they are even giving help. I think it's a bit wrong, all right? So that's the first reason. The second reason, and some gyms are good. Don't let me get me wrong. A lot of small private gyms, they, they're very helpful. They try to do what they can for their PTs. But a lot of the big commercial ones where people are going, they're not, they're not great. The second one is the competitive design of most gyms. Mm. Yeah? They basically throw a bunch of <laughs> um, hungry animals into a pit and say, eat. <laughs> yeah, with, with limited supply, and they say, eat. And how many of you guys listening are in a gym where there's over 10 PTs? Because I remember I was doing, I had a PT myself. Uh, she's a CrossFit trainer. She was teaching me Olympic lifting. She used to work in gym box. And everyone in London knows gym box is a, quite pop, is a big popular chain of gyms. Yep. Quite uh, high, high, high class, it's I would expensive. say. Yeah, it's very expensive. And she said to me that when she first got in there, there was like 18 personal trainers. And the rent for gym box is, uh, I believe, twelve hundred or eleven hundred pound a month. So she was like, she would just see trainers coming and going, coming and going, coming and going. And you know, I'm sure some of you guys can resonate with this because how many times? And I can tell you, I've seen it. How many times have you been working in the gym and you see a trainer come and they only last about two, three months, then they're gone again? Mm -hmm. It's because the rent is too mad, and it's mad competitive. Competitive, competitive. <laughs> it's competitive, um, and if you ain't got the personality for it or you don't know how to market yourself. And this is why skill acquisition is the most important thing that you can do in this coaching game. Because yeah, you can get certified, but if you ain't got the skills to market yourself above the competition, and we're gonna get into this about why you need to try and stand out a bit more, then there's a reason why you're probably not generating any 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 leads at the moment. For anyone who doesn't know skill, just what's called skill acquisition. So it's just investing in yourself. So learning how to do marketing, how to create better content, how to generate leads, how to do sales. Like this is skill acquisition and these skills are gonna transfer and last for the rest of your life. It's not just when you're generating your coaching business because you might not coach forever. Yeah, You might coach exactly. for five or 10 years and then you're like, you know what? I've learned so much about sales. Maybe I wanna do sales coaching or I wanna do digital marketing. Or, and that's one of the things that as coaches, we can be a little bit short-sighted because we're like, oh, it's 30 pound an hour. Let me just take this session. Like, yeah, yeah. We're not thinking, oh, you know what? In 20 years, I've learned so many skills. I can probably go into like five or six different fields right now. Um, so yeah, man, the competitiveness. 100%. Yeah. Big deal. And it's like, it's, I, I use the word design specifically, yeah. right? Why do you think they do that though? That's what I was about to say. Because you can do it. There's other ways to do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, if you someone if you sit on a problem long enough and you strategize and two people bump heads, you'll find a solution. So you can literally assign. And I used to think and I used to tell them like, why don't you just share out leads? Mm. But they, they, the people at the top don't usually care enough, mm. and that's why what you find 
is that if there's a sales manager there, yeah, and you get close with the sales right. manager... Right, the sales manager's the one now. Right, they're dishing out. Dishing like, it out, well, okay. I did it myself, but we have to eat. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're putting animals in, in, in a cage and you're saying, eat, and there's so much supply. They could literally just organise it to where, you know, our gym is more PT-focused, so where, where we promote personal training, you act... You, I'll give you a perfect example. You have to try one PT session to get into the to gym. get in the gym, yeah, yeah. You have to try, yeah. which is a, is a sensible and is, it makes sense. Yeah. Because we want it the same way they say induction, right? They say inductions. They don't, most of them don't force it. Some, some do. Um, but you can say you have to do a PT and you can, and you know, from there, you're going to get more leads just from that, you know, especially if you do a good delivery and then you can deliver it out, you mm -hmm. know, to, and, you know, make sure that everybody's eating and also just be more accountable as them, as, as gyms, right? You know, are you making your numbers? If you're not making your numbers, why would I be paying the exact same amount of rent? But then, is it? Is it? Is it? But I'll pay. I'll play devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> is it? Is is it? Is it their job to get you leads when you're paying rent to use the space? Like their job's already done. You pay them to use the space. Like we're paying to use this podcast space. Mm. He ain't got to come in here and tell us what to talk about and how to make our podcast good. He just turns press records and leaves. Hundred percent. But then. That's the part that I'm saying of they need to be, everyone needs to be accountable. If I don't pay my rent, you're going to be banging at the door. So PTs, what happened is they come either young or they just come in a place of just excitement. So we don't think to negotiate that contract to say, all right, cool, all right, this is the rent. All right, if I, like, how many people do you, what's your footfall? What's your, what's the churn rate? What's the, do you get what I mean? And say, all right, if you're not getting this many people, and I, so you could probably literally do the maths of what you need, what they would need to be bringing in for you to be successful. Okay, like, okay, yeah. No. Most of us don't think like yeah, that. Yeah, no one thinks like that. Yeah, we're yeah, not that's true. That. We're yeah, not taught yeah, that. Yeah. That's a shameful, shameless plug. That's what we, we're here for. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not taught like that in your level three like PT. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you came into the gym like that, then, you know, but they're not going to tell you that. And should they not tell you that? But, but they, they want your money. They, don't, they, they just, want your they, money or your time to teach stop. classes and clean machines for free. So they, 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 they're they, not going to they, tell you that, bro. Yeah, yeah, they're they, not going to tell you that. They and just then, want your money. And, and what, what do we say? We don't, don't let passion uh, imprison you. Imprison you. Right, because yeah. what's going to happen is, and especially if you're newly qualified or you've been qualified for maybe six months or a year, and you're like, oh, I love PTM and I love coaching, and you get into space and... You just want to fight through the hard times because you just want it to oh work my so bad. Days. Like, yes. You want it to work so bad. But like, you've got to think about what's right for you. And then another issue is that some of the PTs, they're obviously doing hours or they're doing it part time while doing another job because that's not making money at the moment. Mm. And how many coaches have we spoken to that are in that kind of position? Like, mm. quite a few over the last month where they've got a part-time job because they need stable income. They're trying to make the PT work because they love coaching and that's what they want to do, but it's not working. And then, you know, uh, yeah. So. 100%. <laughs> and, you know, I'll give you a good quote that I got from Alex Mosey's, one of his videos recently, yeah? Um, it's, it's, but it's actually a Warren Buffett quote and it goes, it's not so much about how hard you row, more so the boat that you're rowing in. Mm. You understand? And uh, and a thing that they also say is just that the fitness industry is a hard industry. It can be a hard industry to make it in, even if you are a hard worker. Yeah. Right? And that's why you need some you need some weapons in your arsenal, man. Yeah, and it's about working smarter, not harder. Working smarter, not harder. So the gym can tell you to do more hours, but if you're doing more hours and you're wasting your time, then you're not making no money. 100%. You're not making no money. 
And so the last point that I'm going to drop on that on as to why, you know, hopefully you've kind of understood that we're not against gyms. We love gyms as a whole of just going to the gym, you know, getting fit. And, you know, at the end of the day, they do do things for us as PTs, facilitate. We just feel that it's not made in a place where they actually care. Most gyms, especially the bigger chains, they don't really care about the PTs. Javen just gave the example about a certain gym. It was someone else that said it, not us. Um, but she worked there, said that, you know, 18 PTs, mm. that is a bit ridiculous. And some of them, I don't know if it was the same one or similar to the same one, but I've been to one and it was crowded. <laughs> one of those, like, literally, I had an online, I had an online client. Um, you know, sometimes you might check in if they're local. Yeah. So I said, let me check in, you, you, um, you know, visit your gym. And literally, I couldn't, and I'm a versed trainer. I know what I'm doing. I know how to make a session out of nothing, right? But literally, that session was impacted <laughs> do you know what i mean that's how crowded it was and you know some of the rates but third point third and final point Jaren touched on it a little bit was the traditional marketing that they enforce on you right yeah 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 should i give that example let me give that example what did they they said okay one of our coaches uh is at the gym she, she's um, actually joining she's in the process of joining and she said that she's at the gym and she's been struggling in the gym she actually left now and she said that she wasn't getting a good footfall of clients. She was doing everything she could. And they told her to set up a stand <laughs> in the gym and say, yeah, this is the, the PT help box or something. And I've seen this recently at another gym that I just attend, PT help box, and you can come to me and ask me questions and basically spend more time in the gym so that people can ask you questions. That's what, that's what they advised a grown woman, yeah, <laughs> a grown woman to do. That's the marketing tactics that they're giving you. And and let me explain to you guys why this is a problem because if you are relying on the gym, which remember the title of this podcast is The Gym Don't Love You, and if you're relying on them to bring you leads and, t and they're telling you to sit in the gym and do more and you're not actually going out there and being innovative and being creative with your own marketing, then you are going to struggle. You're going to struggle because like we said, what's one thing? The gym is competitive. That's one thing we know. You're already doing hours or you're paying rent. So they're not going to give you the right marketing tactics to actually generate leads. They're going to give you what suits them. And what suits them the most is you still being around and doing extra stuff yep. for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that is the reality of it. And I don't want this to sound like we're just being all doom and gloom because obviously there's hundreds of PTs that are making very, very good money coaching and PTing in person. So I'm not trying to be like, I don't want it to be like an imbalanced argument here. But the traditional marketing things that they tell you to do, like get a banner, keep it up in the, in the gym, stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's only going to get you so far. Mm -hmm. But until you know solid marketing strategies and lead generation strategies for yourself, um, which maybe you don't know right now, and obviously we can only give you so much through this podcast, there's obviously more in our course that we that we coach. But if you if you don't know any strategies and no marketing strategies for yourself... To put it quite bluntly, you're, you're fucked. Yeah, you're gonna struggle. You're, gonna, you're definitely <laughs> you're, you're gonna fucked. Struggle. So it's like traditional marketing is what they're promoting. They're, they're promoting, you know, the banners, like you said, classes, talking to people when they're on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's talking to people when they're on the treadmill and just being around, just general being around. And the biggest problem for that, in my opinion, is that we're in a fast moving world. Like everything is changing all the time. You know, online, like everything is it's always moving so fast. The way people, we were talking about AI today. We had a chat about AI, right? So the way people are consuming things, the way people are choosing to learn and get fit is changing. So you can't be stuck on the same thing, you know? And you actually 
cutting out, you're, you're basically blocking out a portion of your brain that is very creative, right? That could probably think of a way to clean up in your gym, but you're blocking it out by just following what they're telling you to do, which is some very simple, basic tactics that, that aren't working. And that's the biggest indicator. If something's not working, yeah, you're, and this like Javan said, maybe your hunger is the only thing keeping you afloat. And that's not actually right. But we think, so as PTs, if you're there now, you're thinking maybe this is right, I need to be struggling, struggling, and then I'm going to overcome one day. But the reality is, like we said, it's, it's sometimes it's the boat that you're in. It's not how hard you're rowing. Don't be a prisoner to your passion. Don't so, be a prisoner to your passion, man. Let's quickly give them some quick solutions then. Yeah, yeah, like, let's do it. What can they do? We've painted a picture. We've let we, we've created a scenario that we know that a lot of you guys are already in. Like, you should probably, you can probably relate to a lot of this stuff. So, like... We're going to give you some strategies that I think you probably should start thinking about. Um, so in terms of the gym, I think the first thing that I would be doing um, for me in particular, I, I would be thinking about how can I start to build something outside of the gym? That's the first thing I'll be thinking. How can I build something of my own outside of the gym? Max? No, no, 100%. That's a good one. Let me just reaffirm that. And, and by online, like literally that's what, you know, you know online or different marketing things as well. Um, the second thing is the marketing, all right? So I labelled what the gym were doing. How can I think of different marketing to what they're thinking of? And I'll give you a gem, right? This, so just to let you know that in this podcast, we're not trying to hold back or, you know, hold you back. We, we want to give. Um, I told one of our clients the other day, he said that his gym manager told him to put up a, a banner, right? Why don't you put up a banner? I said, okay, that's great. He said, you asked me if it was a good idea. And I said, what are you going to put on a banner? Simple stuff, right? Picture, uh, phone number, you know, that's it. Uh, Instagram handle, great stuff. Maybe even a transformation. Oh, great. Nobody cares about that. I had that banner up for time as well when I was <laughs> at the gym. Nobody cared. Nobody rang me from the banner, right? Maybe one or two. Um, why don't you put a lead magnet on there? I told him, why don't you put your lead magnet? Mm. Now you've got X amount of people going around the gym and they're like, oh, free this, free meal plan. Oh, free booty guy, right? All right, and collect some information. Yeah. So think outside what they're telling you. Don't be so quick and, and you know, let's go get some value because I just gave you more value than your gym manager's given you, you know, since you've been there. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> and that's one solution of many that we suggest to yeah. the people that we work with. So that's yeah. one thing you got to bear in mind. Just, yeah, yeah so like, and, and that's like one small piece of the pie. Um, anything else? One more. Give, give him one more. My last I'll one, one more. honestly, would be to invest in mentorship. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> that would be my last one because yeah. you don't know what you don't know. You said that a million times, and I'm going to say it again. You don't know what you don't know, and don't know. we. I'm going to tell you, getting a PT qualification is just the beginning of the journey. Because the problem is that you guys think that oh, I get a PT qualification, I go in the gym, and then I just start making money. Nah. PT qualification teaches you, you know, the theory and some of the practical and how to deliver coaching, but you actually need to learn how to market and generate leads so that you can actually deliver the coaching in the first place. So don't be stuck in this mindset of, I need to get qualified here, qualified there, nutritionist this, you know, level four referral this, but you don't actually have a mechanism in place that gets people into your world so that you can actually sell because that's what we're here to do. We're here to sell and teach and coach. So then the first thing I'll be doing is investing in some type of mentor to show me how can I do this? Because one more thing without rambling on here is paying for mentorship is just buying speed. Mm. 
Mm. You're just buying speed because you're going to work it out eventually, but you want to work out in one year or 10 years. Mm. That's really the difference. That's, That's the difference. You're going to work it out. If you're a hardworking kind of person, you can use Google, YouTube, everything you want. But do you want to work out in one year or 10 years? That's the only question you have to ask yourself. And do you have that time? Because we see the PTs who make it, yeah? Maybe see them on Instagram, the James Smiths and whatnot, but think about how many people actually go into fitness. Mm. Do you know how much people are in the corporate sector that I talk to, oh yeah, I've got my qualification. I've got my qualification. On yeah. LinkedIn, I'm yeah. having these conversations right time. now. Oh, I used to be qualified. I, I, yeah, I was a PT, da, 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 and then because they lost their passion. So most, you know, let's be real, you're not going to wait 10 years. You're going to want to start a family or you already have a family, all of these things. So do you want to give up on that dream? You know, invest in someone that's actually going to take you out. I'm sure you've been enlightened a lot just from what we've said. Yeah. And, you know, it's very important. And last thing I'm just going to touch on is, I'm just going to reaffirm what you said about investing in a mentor because... When I was in the gym, you know, I hope the guy sees it. Like, I had one PT manager, and this was the worst person I could have had. <laughs> no, no, I'm being very honest. Like, very old school, like, not, like, never had anything of any real success as a PT, apart from the fact, oh, I've been doing this 10 years. And this is the only person I had for guidance to ask questions about being a PT when I first jumped in. I, I was go, but you know, obviously you know, I was on calls with people who are PTs, you know, connect, oh, is he, your friend's a PT? He's been in it for a game. Let me have a conversation with him. So I, you know, I, I was I was yearning for that knowledge, right? And that's how we eventually got to the mental stuff, right? But um, yeah, a lot of you are probably in that same scenario. And we told, I told someone this the other day, she told me, her gym manager, her gym manager, I said, respectfully, your gym manager is your gym manager for a reason. I'm not here to offend any gym managers, do you, do you get what I'm trying to say? But, you know, how long do you want to do that? We have to be real. Do not be a prisoner to your passion and don't wear that title, you know, for just for the sake of wearing the title. Wear what you actually want to do in life. If you want to buy freedom so you can spend more time with your family and not be stuck on that gym floor every single day, then wear that. Be honest about it, right? We're not saying you can't do face-to-face. -face. I might do a face-to-face -to -face tomorrow. I could pick up a two, two, three, pay two. Someone asked me the other day. That's, I got the freedom to say, okay, yeah, why yeah, not? So no, I mean, yeah, I'm still getting DMs about coaching in the gym. I don't even coach in that gym anymore. And that's freedom to do so. So, you know, you want freedom. So be honest with, about it and wear it. Anything else to, to touch on, bro? One more thing, guys. Obviously, we're giving you a little bit of a little bit of, a little bit of the pie. There's a little bit more in the pie. If you read the description, we've got our zero to five k webinar, which is actually going for a little bit of a facelift. So, depending on when you've watched this, it might be a newer version because we're going to update it a little bit. So, um, make sure you click the link in the description. All we need is your email, so we can just send it over to you. Um, because the reality is that. You know, you can either continue going around in circles or you can take action, you know, take initiative and do something about it. Boom. And that's so, yeah. that. That's that. That's the Online Health Business Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. All right. Peace. Peace. Man, I just got PTSD on my camera, bro. I can't let you, man. Why? Because of the times it's done before, man. Oh, my days. Turn off.